Thanks for listening to The Vine's podcast. The Vine is a church in Austin, Texas, with the simple goal of following Jesus together. And we hope this message helps you in doing just that. Our scripture reading today is Matthew 18, 1 through 4. At the time that the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This is the word of, this is the, word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I originally didn't have notes, but I decided I would. But one of the reasons is because I don't have bifocals on. So that means I have to have my glasses to see you and take them off to read. <laughs> that means, of course, I'm getting older. If you guys don't mind, I just I like to say a quick prayer before, whenever I share. And so, Father God, I thank you this morning. I thank you that this morning I am your vessel. I thank you that the words that come out of my mouth are the words that you would desire to be spoken. I pray that the soil is good soil in the hearts of your people. Word in my mouth with what to say and how to say, what to do and how to do, in order that your people will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, oh, can you bring me my Bible? Sorry, I might need that. When we look at the scripture in Matthew 18, now I have to tell you, I grew up in a very different church environment. I grew up in the Pentecostal holiness environment and it was predominantly black folks. So therefore, one, um, I'm not used to standing in one place. Two, I'm used to people talking to me when I speak. And three, that's what I'm used to. So, now, I've, I've been to diverse churches, have been members of diverse churches, but as a young girl, that is my foundation. So that's just a little, about, a little bit about me. Um, this, the topic today is Christ-like. And you guys, I have 15 minutes, so my children kind of let me know when I'm, as they would say, being long-winded. Um, so... I thought this would be appropriate for today because we're in a community and we're with each other and even the children are in church. Um, When we look at Adam and Eve, when we look at the beginning, the original plan of God, what we see is God had created Adam and Eve in his image. Is that correct? Amen. Amen. And so they were created in his image. And what happened is that I believe that when they were made in the image of God and what he say, do not eat of this tree. And this tree was the tree of, and they would know, they would be able to distinguish between good and evil. So in my mind, Adam and Eve were like children. Good and evil was present. They just didn't understand what good and evil was. How do we know that? Because they were able to disobey. A lot of people say it was after they ate the fruit, sin came. Well, if that was true, then they would have never. Because 
evil would have not been there. Eve would not have been speaking to the, the serpent. So that means good and evil was present. It was there. But like children, do not touch this stove because it's hot. You as the parent know, you know that it is hot. The child has not experienced the fire of the stove. So every once in a while, a curious child will do what? Touch the stove. Or do something that you have given instructions not to do. Because they're curious. When they ate the fruit, what happened? We're naked. Ah, I'm naked. <laughs> Only grown folks really care about being seen naked. Because babies and children, they'll run around. You know, what happened? How, what happened to your diaper? What happened to your pull-up? I mean, what, why is your shirt upside? Why is your shirt inside out? I mean, what, what is going on? Because that's being childlike. When Adam and Eve disobeyed and their eyes were open, now there was an understanding. Oh, wait, I should be shamed. I shouldn't be seen. I'm naked. Now, when I was growing up, when a kid would be, like two grown folks would be talking, and a kid would, you know, listen in, buddy in, say something they wasn't supposed to be saying, they would say, get out of grown folks' business. <laughs> Am I the only one? Maybe. Okay, or they would say, stay in a child's place. Adam and Eve took on the role they were in grown folks' business. When God really wanted them to be in a what? A child's place. What is the position of a child? A position of a child we see, give me some words that you would describe. Trust, innocence, dependent. I can't hear it, say it again. Naive, they were naive. They didn't know they were naked. They didn't have an understanding of good and evil. And I believe that there was a dependency and trust and humility that God had in the original plan. And when we look at Matthew 18, and they're asking, who is the greatest? It is God's desire that we are like children, that we have that same innocence, that we, we, it doesn't matter what our degrees or how much we know or how rich we are, but that we have that same dependency and trust in God the Father. Oftentimes, the reason that we have challenges, I may have a challenge, is because I don't want to trust God with my whole heart. I want to lean into my own understanding. And the, one of the reasons I believe that Eve listened to Satan is because she doubted God. She questioned. She questioned him. Who wants to be the greatest? The reality is she was one of the greatest because she was created in the image of God. And so are we. We have been created in his image. 
And so she began to doubt, hey, maybe it is he doesn't want me to be like him. Okay, children are curious. And sometimes curiosity will lead us into doing things that we're not supposed to do. And we get disciplined. And that's what happened. But because of Jesus Christ and the reconciliation, Jesus came that he reconciled us back to God. Back to what the relationship that God had for us. And in that reconciliation, that means he wanted us to be, he wanted us to become like children. He wanted us to move back in that child's place. As, as, as he is God the Father. When doubt is the enemy of trust. Doubt is the enemy of trust. And when we see that Adam and Eve stepped into doubt, or she stepped into doubt, and she listened, and she disobeyed, it, 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 two things that affected her relationship with God and her purpose. Often, I want you to think about it for one second. How often do you step or I step into a grown, grown folks business? Because we really don't trust that God is capable or he will do it. God, I believe, but help my unbelief. God, I believe you can do it, but I'm not sure if you'll do it for me. So let me take this in my own hands. So I'm going to step out of a child's place, and I'm going to move into the place of awareness. I'm naked. When he wants us to move back, we look at Jesus, Philippians 2 and 8. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. One of the things that we expect from our children is obedience. It doesn't matter what other folks' kids are doing. It doesn't matter what your, I don't care what your friends are doing. This is what we're doing in my house. How many of y'all heard that or maybe something like that? Okay? But we expect obedience. We give an instruction and we hope that our children will obey. We hope that they will trust us enough to believe that we know what they're doing, that we know what we're doing when it comes to their life. When God wants us to trust him enough to believe that we know, that he knows what he is doing in our life. And so that brings a level of humility. Jesus was humble enough that he was about his father's business. And he didn't, he didn't do anything that was outside of what his father desired. Even, I'll read the verse again. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death 
on the cross. Nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. I trust you enough to believe that all things are going to work out for my good. I trust you enough to believe that you are the supplier of all my needs. I trust you enough to believe that if I'm willing and obedient, I shall have the good of the land. I trust you enough to believe that if I humble myself like a child, that you said that I would be one of the greatest. Great means distinguished, important. And sometimes we spend our, our whole life trying to be great. When the reality is, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So as I often say, like Dorothy and the ruby slippers, you have it all the time. So that's not something we have to try to become great. Just like Eve, she was already in the image. All she had to do was trust stay in her place, and allow God to be God. I encourage you this morning as I wrap up, just as Jesus on many occasions reminded us that how he was connected to the Father, I encourage you this week that when you find yourself worrying, when you find yourself doubting, when you find yourself wondering, God, will you do this? And you decide, I'm going to do this, fix this myself. I need to get back in a child's place. God, I'm going to let you handle the grown folk stuff. And I'm going to remain childlike. We hope you found this message encouraging. If you would like to learn more about The Vine, get connected to our community, or contribute financially to The Vine's ministry, go to our website at thevineaustin.org.